you know what a self-fulfilling prophecy is, don't you? It's something that, if it's said often enough, it comes to pass. Because what happens, for instance, if you say enough times, the market's going to crash, and then enough people repeat that, the market will eventually crash because of animal spirits. Because we are humans and you have to make deals. And that's based around people's feelings. Well, that's what's happening, I believe, with Eddie Hearn and DAZN. I've seen three or four pieces now, heard a couple of pieces, watched a piece about, well, you know, I've heard a piece which is just people laughing at um, the possibility of Eddie Hearn, I don't know, not doing so well as he used to. And then I've seen and heard pieces where people have said, really like his product, always been a big supporter. But is it beginning to to end? You know, and I don't, there's a lot of cele- not celebration, but there's a lot of people saying, "Oh, it's about to become." We love to raise icons to knock them down, don't we? I personally think that as a um, a committed but not completely immersed boxing watcher who has a DAZN subscription and writes about DAZN as well, I'm really interested in the marketing of this and the way that that Eddie Hearn is such a good um, exponent of the the promotion of DAZN and I'm really interested in the new way that DAZN can work more cards quicker fighters that you're interested in or that you might not even know about but you're interested in because you see something for the subscription figure that you pay every month. So you, you get something fairly fairly regularly. It's worth that subscription fee for me in the UK. And I get to see fighters that I may not have known about because I'm not completely and fully immersed in boxing in that way. But I really love it, enjoy it, and want to tell people how much I enjoy it. So many people are saying, oh, maybe it's the end of the road now for DAZN and for and for uh, Eddie Hearn. If you say that enough times, it will come to fruition. And some people, I believe, would like that. He's a very upfront character, is Eddie Hearn. So was his dad. So is his dad, you know, Barry. And you either like that or you don't. But then to be a promoter, you have to be. Frank Warren is. Bob Arum is. Mind you... They're more laid back in their delivery. He's uncompromising, he said. He likes to do the deal. Some people are concerned because they don't know what fight nights are coming up. But surely that's because DAZN have got a lot of fight nights coming up. Maybe they should do a little bit of a little bit better job um, coming out and 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 announcing that and pushing that on social media, for instance, rather than looking to do those deals. I know that. Um, Eddie Hearn wants to be front and centre on that. But they do have a lot coming up. I mean, really, you can Google it, can't you? Go to his own website. And I know that it's not out there in your face, but really, for people like me, who have a, a streaming subscription, and people tend to forget that this is one of the main financial platforms for DAZN. I know what's coming up, because I can go to the app. So I know what's coming up. Subscription and subscribers 
rather forgotten by those people who are dressing up as the Grim Reaper at the moment. Quite a lot of stuff. I've heard it a couple of times now about, oh, you know, when um, when the, the, the fight halfway through, Johnny Fisher had had his fight that people got up and left. I spoke to her a couple of people who said that this might be hearsay. This could be anecdotal. Now, there were less people in the building than we expected, but then the main event had been cancelled, so that's not surprising really, and it was a big fight. But all this stuff around people walking out, I don't know about that. Again, self-fulfilling prophecy. And yeah, DAZN and Matchroom are doing European shows, Spanish shows, Italian shows, and uh, there's a feeling that they're not as popular and no one's bothering to cover them. Well, I'll be reviewing them because actually it'll throw up some fighters that I don't know. And I'm willing to hold my hands up and say I don't know those fighters and this will update me and I may find a new favourite and I'm all for that because I don't need a fighter to be, to be American and I don't need a fighter to be British to like them. And that's sometimes what it comes down to, isn't it? And whilst I understand that people are concerned about it not looking as sharp as it did. I think that, that, that could be right, actually. I don't really mind about that because it's about the fights for me and it's about seeing more fighters. It's about the volume, but that doesn't mean it's not quality fights. But I want to see more stuff. I want more product for my monthly pay, for my monthly subscription. And that's what they're giving me at the moment. And I think there might be and there's an issue because at the moment because some of the fighters that he's had are you know you've got the problem with the with the with the white and the Wallin fight and Anthony Joshua and you know um, and that kind of that kind of thing Ted Cheeseman you know but sometimes things wax and wane for promoters and he's still got a big megaphone Eddie Hearn he's still got quite a lot of Still got a lot of opportunity to bring to us fighters that we've never seen before and that, that, and that we then want to see again. And there's got to be room for that. Because how is the boxing business going to replenish itself? That's not the case. So I don't want to be a prophet of doom. I don't believe in this self-fulfilling prophecy. And I don't understand why people are pushing to try and subvert matchroom when they like boxing. Come one, come all. I enjoy the healthy competition. But why would you want to take away one of the table legs? That'll make the whole thing wobbly. There's your self-fulfilling prophecy. And we don't want that. Do we? Ta-ta.